welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. My name's Javen. I'm an international online health and fitness coach. And if you want to increase your confidence, improve your self-development and have a bulletproof mindset, this is the podcast for you. Please don't forget to like, share and subscribe depending on whatever podcast app you are using. Today's episode is going to be amazing. I can't wait to get into it. Let's go. Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. My name's Jav. And today, guys, we're going to talk about how you can keep that weight off for the rest of your life, not just eight weeks, not just 12 weeks. And it's very frustrating as a coach to get people that come to me and say, look, I did a 12-week challenge or I did an eight-week challenge and I lost 15 pounds. But then six weeks later, I put that 15 pounds straight back on. I want to help you avoid this and... I'm going to kind of break down how you can easily avoid this and make sure that you keep the weight off for the rest of your life. For the next 60 years, if you live another 60 years, you do not need to put that weight back on. And I can really break down the simple ways to do that. So the main thing you actually want to think about um, is actually ditching the scales. And people are going to look at me and say, well, how will I know what I weigh? Well, that's going to be a part of the process. Before I get into the next bit, please do not forget to like, share and subscribe whatever platform you're using to listen to this, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. Please like this. It really does help. You'll be surprised. But ditch the scales, man. And the scales is really toxic, and especially for women. I know I come across some women that really struggle to deal with the mental side of just that number glaring at them. Um, my advice is to not rely on the number. Go based on how you feel and how you look in the mirror um, and how you're performing in the gym. Those are the few metrics that I like to go by. I promise you, I do use the scales, but very rarely. And I do get my clients to use scales because sometimes it helps you in terms of motivation and positivity, especially when it's trending in the right direction. When it's not trending in the right direction, obviously it is quite negative. So the first thing that I would actually do if you've hit your goal weight and you're trying to keep the weight off is I would actually ditch the scales and I would only step on them scales maybe once every two months or once a month at best. Now, this is going to be dependent on your process, but a lot of people who do these short-term fixes, these crash diets, these six weeks, eight week programs is they don't focus on building strength. They just get smashed with a bunch of cardio to lose the weight really quickly. Then they put all the weight back on. You need to focus on building muscle mass and strength. A strong body will not wilt, okay? If you have a strong body, then the effects of overeating, the effects of drinking too much alcohol just becomes a little bit less. It minimizes the effects of it. I'm quite a muscular guy. I could probably drink alcohol for the next four weeks. As long as I keep training, my body probably isn't going to change that much. So if you want to keep the weight off, Build some strength, build some muscle mass because muscle is more metabolically active than fat, okay? And I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, I'm going to break it down for you in the most simplest way. Muscle is going to burn more calories while you are resting in comparison to fat. So that means I need to put on some muscle mass, okay? And I'm going to keep that shape for longer. And if you keep the shape for longer, that benefits you in the long run, okay? And the problem here is that 
building muscle and getting a more muscular body is actually a lot slower than going on these crash diets and going on these crazy eight week or 12 week challenges where they got you doing all this cardio. It's slower. And yes, because it's slower, people don't want to do it. It's a, it's a harder route. But in the long run, and we, we, we live a long life, so we need to do things in the long run. In the long run, building muscle mass is way better for you. The next thing is find something you enjoy. Now, that might contradict what I just said, because if you hate strength training, building muscle is gonna, not going to be fun. But you're going to have to do it. And who doesn't want a strong body? You need to find something you enjoy, though. And that's going to be a part of the process. I hate running. I run right now because I play semi-pro sports and it, it means I need to run. But when I'm done with that, I'm never going to run again. I'm being totally honest with you. So that means you don't need to run. You need to do something you enjoy. If, does that mean that every session has to be fun? No, you're going to have to put yourself through some hard sessions to see some good results. But you can, and I, I truly mean this, you can get in shape doing something you enjoy, okay? It doesn't have to be running. It doesn't have to be CrossFit. It doesn't have to be bodybuilding. It can be elements of everything. There are going to be some principles that, you can, that, that are going to underline your training that you need to keep, but you can, you can find a way around this. And then another part that I think some people don't really realize is that if you want to keep the weight off, going through an eight-week challenge or a six-week challenge is problematic because it probably has a restrictive diet. Now, Everyone knows when you do those challenges, you cannot maintain that diet for the rest of your life. That's why it's a challenge because it's supposed to be fucking hard because it is hard. But if you lose weight in a way that allows you to maybe have a drink every now and then, have a takeaway once a week, and it doesn't feel like you're losing weight, then that means you're going to be able to keep that weight off for the rest of your life because you did it in a way that made sense. If you're trying to do these super restrictive diets where you've got to do cardio every single day and you can only have a thousand calories, as soon as you start eating normally again, guess what happens? That weight is piling all the way back on. So I need you to think about the process as you do this. If you learn to eat for fuel and enjoyment, you can have both, okay? Because I learn to eat in a way that, okay, I enjoy my food, of course, but I also, I like to eat to actually just eat to fire up my engine. I eat carbs because I, I need the energy. I eat protein because I know that it's going to help my muscles recover and come back stronger. Like I don't, and I don't really get too bogged down in having fancy meals all the time. I'm a bit of a robot when it comes to my diet, but I look good and I feel good and it's important. And if you want to keep the weight off when it's over, the process can't be too restrictive and it can't be too hard or else you're never going to keep it off. And that is the problem that a lot of people are facing. The next thing, and I feel like this is so underrated, especially as we get into our lives of working and no longer playing sports, we get kids and it is sleep. I know if you've got a newborn, I'm sorry, you're probably not getting much sleep these days. My, my, my cousin and my sister, they both going through it. <laughs> but sleep, man, people don't really realize how important sleep is. Sleep is the key to success when it comes to getting in shape. And people don't understand that. People don't respect that. But I'm telling you right now, if you want to become the best version of yourself, if you want to become the fittest version of yourself, getting four hours of sleep is not going to cut it. You're actually cutting your lifespan by doing that. And there's a great book out there called Why We Sleep. I cannot remember the author. I, can, I read it maybe six months ago. Amazing book 
quite scary actually about all the things that not sleeping is doing to your body, what it's doing to your brain, physically, mentally, it's affecting your relationships. I'm telling you now, some of you people say, I feel lethargic, I don't have time, I'm, I'm lacking productivity, I'm lacking efficiency, but you're getting four or five hours of sleep. You're creating a vicious cycle because you say you don't have time, but you're groggy and tired throughout the day because you didn't even get sleep throughout the night. I bet you'd have time if you was more efficient. If you got eight hours sleep, so you could complete your work task quicker and then you can actually find time to do more with your day. You see, it's all a cycle and that is all that's happening when you are not getting enough sleep. You're ruining, you're ruining that cycle. You're ruining yourself inside. And honestly, that book, Why We Sleep, talks a lot about how sleep, lacking sleep is, is basically killing us. It is killing you. You're basically committing a self-destruct by not getting enough sleep and I, I wish I had, I've got some notes from the book, so I will get some scientific facts out for you at some point, but not during this episode. <laughs> and then obviously coaching. People are going to say, well, I got coached to lose that weight. So how can I keep paying for coaching after? Well, actually, I think that as a coach, my job isn't done when I help them hit their goal weight. That is a part of the job and that is the part that I market. That's the part That's the part that I sell. Like, yeah, work with me. I hope you get 15 pounds in, in the next six months and actually keep, this, keep it off. But my, I feel like my coaching is actually done when you hit your goal and then you maintain it. And to be honest, that's not actually the end. The end is helping you hit your goal and realizing, okay, we can actually keep going and we can get another goal. It's progression because... The problem is some people, they say, okay, I did this for four months. I've lost X amount of weight. I've hit my goal. Cool. See you later, coach. Thank you for your job. You really helped. And then guess what? Two months later, they're calling me saying, Jav, oh man, I'm sorry. I lost my, I gained all the weight back. Can I come back? Now, that has happened to me that often because my coaching process allows for a lot of education. So you should be able to, you should be able to maintain that weight, but it does happen every now and then. And the reason it happens is because you thought that you didn't need a coach when you hit your goal. I'm telling you, especially if you are someone who plays sports, you've been coached, you've been at a high level, having a coach, it's imperative. I don't care what anyone says. There's no one out there who doesn't need a coach. And the only difference between a good coach and a bad coach is how it's structured, how it's delivered, and how important it feels to you. I'm trying to build my coaching to the point where when someone's in it, they feel like this is actually a part of my life. Like I have a community, we got a group chat, we do annual events. Like I'm trying to make it as much as a life service rather than just coaching because anyone can just do coaching. Anyone can download a training program off Google. It might not be a good one, but anyone can do it. It's more than just coaching. It's accountability. It's someone to kick you up your ass when you're saying, I'm not going to the gym today. It's someone to check in on you to say, okay, how's your food been this week? You know, and these are things that you on your own are just not going to do. And I'll be honest, I don't do it. So I don't expect you to do it. That's why I coach you. And that's why someone coaches me, <laughs> you see, because I understand the process and I respect the process. And what I realize now is actually as a coach, the more people that I get in contact with is other coaches value other coaches. But there are some coaches out there who have never been coached <laughs> and it is baffling to me how they try to sell coaching to people. So 
This episode, really short, guys. I am keeping these episodes short now, less than 20 minutes every single episode so that we can get as many as, as, many as we can out there. I really want to make sure that I'm putting as many episodes out there as possible. That is how you can actually keep the weight off for the rest of your life. Notice I didn't even mention nutrition. I didn't mention nutrition because you have to learn to, to, you have to learn to eat to maintain, not just, oh, you know, for my weight. I want you to enjoy your food. And I did, I did mention that, but you know, I didn't talk about calorie counting and stuff like that. All right. So guys, if you like this episode, please like, share, subscribe, um, no matter what platform you're on, whether you're on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon. And then also, guys, if you want to win a Spectrum Fit shirt, all you need to do is screenshot this episode on whatever platform you're listening to, put it in your stories and tag me, and I'm going to send you a Spectrum Fit shirt as soon as I can, no matter where you are in the world. All right, thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Thank you Peace. for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. If you are someone who's been struggling to get in shape, you want to lose some body fat, you want to feel better about yourself and you want to build some lean muscle mass as well as transforming your confidence, don't hesitate to reach out to me on my social media and just ping me a message. I'll get back to you as soon as you can. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe and tag me, okay? Tag me. I really appreciate all the support. Watch out for next week's episode. See you later.